All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Dad to the Bone podcast. I'm joined here with my two co-hosts. My name is Rich, and I got Q in the house. What up, Rich? <laughs> He's about to say something else, Logan. <laughs> you threw me off, I man. I totally switched up on you. And we got Sam over here. What's up, Sam? Look at me now. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I'm getting paid. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Me and Busta, me and Chris Brown, we doing our thing. Breezy. Breezy, make it look easy. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, hey, guys. Once again, welcome to the Dad to the Bone podcast. We're your hosts, Rich, Quinn, or Q, and Sam. And uh, look at us now. Look at us now. Look yeah, at us now. look at us now, even though they can't see us. Yeah, you yeah, can't see us. Q. And we definitely ain't getting papers. So. Yeah, well, depends <laughs> on what kind of paper. Um, Not the, we don't want the type of paper we're probably going to get. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah. So What kind of paper today, are you talking about? Because I'm thinking like toilet paper. Oh, I'm thinking like notices in the mail. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what I was thinking of. Bills. See where our heads are at there? Yeah. Different worlds. We there you go. Different, yeah. worlds. <laughs> different worlds. Uh, so today, guys, we're going to get into it. Uh, today, we're talking about men's health. Now, before you go all crazy and get all excited about that, because it's such an awesome topic, um, <laughs> slow down. I, have, I wanted to ask you a did you know? Okay, did you know? Did it's time for did you know? Did you know? Did you Quinn. know? It almost sounds like Digimon. Like who? Did you know? Did uh-huh. you know? Quinster, digital. What? No, dang, I'm missing. Okay, never mind. Go You're ahead. Trying to enrich me again. I'm trying, trying to enrich me. Give us, I give us some information here. I'm gonna give us some quinsight. Let me summarize it for you. So, <laughs> give me some quinsight. Here we go. Uh, to summarize it, um, <laughs> did you know that uh, Detroit was a French colonized um, territory? I and actually, is, I actually did know we had French origins. It was Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. I did know that. I that didn't is. know that. Isn't it from like fur trading and stuff? It, yeah, you took it further. Yeah, you isn't that where, where the detroit comes from? Further, I took it further. I didn't know that, but, but I, I had I have to say, than I wanted. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> I took you further than you wanted. <laughs> I, well, I, I, mean, I, I jumped fault, into the Lego movie there for a second. He's like, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. So it's good. Did you know that was? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? No, What's no. What did you know about you that the, everyone doesn't know? Did you know about me or about Detroit? Yeah. What? what? You, oh, what does everyone need to know about Rich? Yeah. What's a did you know that people don't? What's know? What's a did you know you? about you, homie? Wow. <laughs> did you know about me? Um, did you know? Nothing. Totally nothing embarrassing. Did I you mean, know? Last week we talked about how you cried. Tell me about the finless sometimes. manatee. About mm. the what? Yeah. It's a dance move he's got. What it? Oh, tell us. Tell us about it. It's not a dance move. <laughs> Come on, man. Tell us. You're gonna have to cut this out if I did, if I nah, say. Did it. you know? Right, did well, you we know? Don't have to cut it out. Did you know what? <laughs> we don't want to have to cut it out. Did we know what about you? This is the rockiest start to an episode. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm not gonna share about the finless manatee. If you see me in the street, you can ask me about the finless manatee. It might be uncomfortable, but you can you can you can ask. All right, go. Uh, did you know? Did you know about Rich? Um, Did you know that Rich is a... Okay, no, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. Yeah. has nothing to do with that, but um, up here in the uh, Detroit area, we have Coney Islands, on Coney Islands, on Coney Islands. And we uh, whenever we go Coney to a Coney Island, my daughter orders, um, she calls them emoji french fries. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the, like the... Oh, that the, is a good did you know, because I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So they're like the smiley face french fries. Oh, okay. Um, so two did you knows. Did you know that as an adult you can order those? And did you know uh, about me that 
I used to steal those from my daughter and they were so much better than the regular french fries that now I don't get chili cheese waffle fries when I go. I get chili cheese emoji fries when I go. Yeah. That's pretty so, good. So did you know? The more you know. The more you know. And the star get emoji fries over. if you hit a Coney. Yeah, that's good. Wow. That's a fun one. What that's, about you? That's a good one. Who, me? Yeah. Uh, did you know about me? Yeah. Um, you said who, me? Quinn already shared one. I shared one. Quinn said, did you know that Detroit was a French thing? We need to know something about... about Maybe Quinn is French. You we need know. to know some Quinnward details. Something Quinn's saying. Something Quinn's saying. All right, so I got this one, and <laughs> I've been waiting to share it, and uh, it's because it's, it's kind of personal. Uh-oh. Are you getting Quinn perspective? It, it might be embarrassing, but all right, I'll, I'll share it. Uh, call me Q. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, got it, cool That's I'm a good one okay. That's a good one That was very quinsightful Well, hey, thank hey. you for that I mean, I was trying to samurize it <laughs> thank He you said, thank you for that I was trying to samurize it And, and reach you guys it. at the same time He said, but. thank you for that, <laughs> that So today, th- this is a great start, honestly Hold on, because homie, we all hold sound, on, homie, I gotta share something We all sound dumb I, did, I can share one real Okay, uh, share a real one, one share real, real, right. Did you know about me? So, um, did you know that I was on People's Court? What? I did. I did know that. I've heard yeah. Were you really? I was. Like, was. like as a spectator, or like as like it was actual... with his. It was with his fourth baby mama before K. Before K. Yeah. Before K. Before. B two K. No, uh, I was as a random. You know how they have the before. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny enough. The guy who is over TMZ mm-hmm. at the time was the reporter for People's Court. So I have two did you knows. I met the founder of TMZ before he was the founder of TMZ. Wow. Back when he was like the uh, side reporter for um, People's Court. Wow. I just happened to be in New York on a high school trip because I was in the band. Wow. And we went to New York. We were making the band. No, we weren't making the band. Uh, we were in New York on some type of tour they do. So long story short, they were recording People's Court yeah. and they had this little TV. It was literally about the size of a computer. And they're like, hey, uh, can you watch this and give us your feedback? And I was like, sure. So they showed me like a case. The case was literally like 15 minutes. And I gave feedback. I signed some form. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have done that in hindsight because yeah, I probably could have got paid. But um, yeah, they're using your money maker without giving you any money. Exactly. Aha. <laughs> See, using that brain. <laughs> but um, no. Uh, so six months go by. I record it. I don't think anything about it. Six months go by. I get a frantic phone call from my dad. And he's like, where are you? What are you doing? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm where I'm supposed to be. He's like, do you know you're on TV? I was like, no. He's like, I got people calling me, tell me you're on people court. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, is that what that <laughs> well, was? That. So yeah, that's my, did you know? I was thinking my debut. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So somebody recorded it and I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, that was, I was there. That's uh, stop the quinsanity. Yeah, that was Quinsane. I mean, Quinsane in the membrane. It was a rich experience, so <laughs> Quinsane in the quimbrain. Uh, um. So, did you know about me? Is that I ride a Harley? Hmm. Boom, mic drop. I'm more hardcore than both of you. I mean, huh. I used to ride crotch rockets, but they go 200 miles per hour. But hey, you're definitely <laughs> more hardcore, homie, going 70. Listen, miles. I can rattle all the dishes off my shelves in my kitchen by starting my Harley in my driveway. Mm. I can throw myself. 500 feet off a, a motorcycle. That's a good story that we need to share at some point on this you podcast. When, when, uh, Call me Q. when Quinstagram over there Call decides to ride and then slam on his front brakes, not the back, and oh. flips over the handlebars in front of everybody. That's bad enough. That's bad enough on, a, on like a mountain bike. That right there is dad to the bone. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's a, a definition of dad story, to the bone. <laughs> but 
Sam just told the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> told the but whole we'll thing. go back to it. We'll, we'll hit it back now because like the way you tell yeah. it, man, with we'll, all your hum- humiliation is. We'll, is we'll go back to it because that you was a that. that was a you know they call them come to Jesus moments. Yeah, that was a true. That you know, right. like for those of you who know that song, come to the altar. The <laughs> it's slow motion. Like, yeah. yeah. I like see myself going off and like someone was saying, oh, yeah. what a Because <laughs> I thought he was coming for me. This is the end. He was coming to get me. No, but guys, on a serious but not so serious note, did you guys know that a guy we talk about on this show suffers with depression? Hmm. Who do you think that might be? Well, not John Cena. Da, da, da. Not John Cena. <laughs> it's John Cena. Okay, um, I'd say The Rock. Yeah, it's like I knew that almost. Yeah, it was. It's crazy. It's almost like we talked about it beforehand. But listen, <laughs> but we didn't. Much. Guys, when I found out, I'd heard before about the fact that he suffered with um, depression and. I thought it was like he had suffered with depression, like yeah. in the past, because mm-hmm. I know he had a story like, you know, you know, your past sometimes dictates your future because the trauma kind of drives you. But his story of sleeping on a couch and sleeping on beds and being put out of homes and, you know, he didn't know if wrestling was going to work out for him. Turns out it didn't, but it worked out a lot better. In that, oh, in it did. Way. Can you smell his his bout with depression is not a past thing. With it's the rock is cooking. Mm-hmm. And that to me was very intriguing because I know that there's a lot of people that struggle with depression. Yeah. And I know that they were talking about health and we start not by talking about mental health, but I didn't know. It was just, it boggles my mind uh, to think about somebody being that successful and still at the same time struggling with the things that we struggle with. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. His story, first of all, his story is crazy because, um, yeah, he, he posts, like, sometimes if you follow him on uh, social media, which I do, don't judge me, um, he'll post from time to time, like, pictures from, like, you know, back then and all that kind of stuff. And every once in a while, he'll post a picture of, like, a king-size Snickers bar. Um, and, like, I saw it one time, and I was like, what's this for? Yeah, I saw, that. About I saw bar. that. And then you read the caption underneath, <laughs> and, it, I mean, it's crazy. His caption was that he was, uh, they were so poor, so broke, uh, but he was so committed to working out and trying to get, you know, uh, physically fit and all that, that the only uh, protein bar that he could afford uh, at the time, that's how broke he was. The only protein bar he could afford was a king size Snickers bar. So he would eat half of the king size Snickers bar before his workout to get like, you know, to get pumped up. Yeah. And then he'd work out. And then as a post-workout protein, uh, he would eat the other half of the Snickers bar because that's all he could afford. Um, couldn't even afford wow. like an actual box of like, you know, like Whey protein, protein. Bar. Yeah. Like he had to eat king size Snickers bars because that's how much money he didn't have. And so um, that's I crazy. King so, size Snickers bars because they're good. I was going to say, yeah, I ate a king size Snickers bar after every meal. I feel <laughs> like the moral of the story is that you can but, uh, uh, take out protein and eat Snicker bars as like, yeah, that's maybe. an awesome protein. Can, yeah. I, can I just have a, a moment of honesty for just a moment uh, yeah. and then we'll kick it back to yeah. you with your Uncle DJ story. Oh, yeah. Last night I went to the gym mm-hmm. and uh, the night before I, I made a cake. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted a cake and I was like, hey babe, to my like, wife. And I was cake? like, hey, will you make me a cake? She was like, no, but you can make one. And I was like, okay. So I made my own cake. And um, Was it delicious? <laughs> I made my cake and I ate it too. Did you, how much of it did you eat? So, 
I shared one or two pieces. The cake is now gone. This was the night before last. Is it decadent? But last night before I went to the gym, I ate a big old fat piece because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym. I, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I pound this piece of cake, mm-hmm. and I go to the gym, and I came home, and I was like, man. Why'd I do that? I could really go for some more cake. That's the opposite. No, man. I sandwiched my workout experience last night with two monster pieces of cake. Good. Wow. All right. Back to Uncle DJ. My bad. <laughs> kind of jealous. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just remember hearing that story, and you think to yourself, wow, man. He Talk about a guy that made it. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but, uh, you know, Jumanji just came out yeah. uh, a little bit ago, and that movie is just a monster of a movie. Yes, yeah, Nobody expected it, you know. Like, I, I went to the theater just because you got uh, The Rock and Jack Black and Kevin Hart all yeah. in the same thing. So I was yeah. like, man, it has got to be funny. Uh, Super and, hilarious and, movie. And Nick Jonas, hilarious. Yeah, Nick Jonas. Yeah, whatever. Uh, super hilarious movie, but nobody expected it to do what it did. And I mean, yeah. it blew every other movie off the map for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. I think they hit over a billion dollars in the box office, which is yeah, it's unheard huge, man. of worldwide, man, worldwide. Yeah. And so you're thinking to yourself, man, this guy, this guy's got to be elated at all times. I mean, he, you know, he's got the body of like, like Sam said earlier, like a, a real life demigod, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, just living the life right now. He, I mean, he's on fire. It's like anything. He's got the Midas touch right now. You this know? And man is on fire. fire. And, fire, um, you know, fire. it just goes to show that, <laughs> that those kind of things and mental health is real and it's real for, uh, I feel like Quinn right now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting at a Quinn point right now. But uh, it's real, and it's real for, for all people because all people are human beings, and uh, nobody, nobody is uh, 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 too far past being able to be affected by those real-life things. I'm trying to say this in a way that Quinn would no, say No, that's that. right. That's very so, that's But, very yeah, I mean, but it's true, you know? You're yeah. like, oh, man, this guy came from eating Snickers bars, and now he owns his own gym in any single state that he could dream of visiting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's got an iron paradise in every state. In every yeah. state, yeah, yeah. Just, just for him to work out in an alone, you know? Paradise. And so... But but he still uh, struggles struggles with those things, and so that's kind of a caveat into what we're talking about today, which is uh, men's health, which kind of captures a little bit of everything we just talked about: yeah. uh, physical health, mental health, uh, all those things. And so, guys, let's let's talk about that. Let's let's yeah, get into the health. whole uh, mental health. To me, man, I think it's something that uh, men in general, uh, more so than people. We don't deal with our health, our mental health. We don't address our mental health. Yeah. We uh, go back to that ironclad, I am tough, I am rough, and I can handle this. Which you I know, am. I don't, I don't cry like we talked about, you know. Which and, I don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> watching the show. <laughs> to uh, Rich, back to what you were saying earlier, it's uh, interesting how we as men kind of, uh, you know, we, even at his level, we can just, de- we can put things in the boxes and we can compartmentalize and we can just move on and just like not acknowledge a part of ourselves. Yeah. It's almost like we are, we're in a room full of like, like in the matrix and there's copies of us and we just smack one of ourselves and say, you don't matter. Yeah. I go out there and do what you got to do. That's a good mental picture. Yeah. Cause that's what it is. You, and that resonates well with me. Yeah. Seeing a room full of like a thousand Keanu Reeves. So you just go ahead and you, <laughs> So, so uh, you just um, no. I mean, the but it's very important. I think what we're learning more and more is the importance of mental health and its part in the pyramid of us being human. 
I mean, you talk about your physical, your mental, and your spiritual side, uh, regardless of, of what your spiritual side looks like. Your, but the mental component is a part of that pyramid. Absolutely. And if you're not, I think we as, in general, and I'll speak for myself, we don't take care of that mental component mm-hmm. of uh, connecting uh, mentally with ourselves to reconcile. We just do the Keanu Reeves where it's like, you know, a million of us, and we put a couple of them in the corner, mm-hmm. and we say, hey, this part of me, you don't exist even though you're dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this part of me, like, you need a butt change. This part of me, like, you know, you smell awful. Like, you obviously need attention. But I'm going to just pretend like I don't see you until, like, it's unavoidable. Yeah. And I think that, you know, um, I don't know. Have, you know, I know we kind of talked about some issues before, but do you guys ever, have you ever been there before where, like, you knew you weren't acknowledging the, the elephant in the room? Being yeah, here? so I think, I think this comes, the best way I can say is actually the two that we, we wanted to focus on are the two that probably uh, creep up on me the most uh, personally, but uh, we can start by addressing stress in that, in that, in that, uh, in that manner or in that light is uh, stress, man. Every, it's something that everybody has. Everybody has stress. And people have so many different ways of dealing with it. But kind of like you said, you know, I think a lot of times just me personally, um, I don't I don't always identify. I identify that I'm stressed, but I don't do a good job of identifying my stressors mm. and trying to like minimize those or handle those the, the right way or, you know, trying to navigate through those. I just it's kind of something that I just kind of tell myself, like, hey, that's how it is. That is what it is. You just got to deal with it and learn to live with it. You know, it's kind of like the elephant in the room that you, you know, build its own room and give its own bed and you start feeding it and giving it water because it's just there. So you figure, hey, I got to live with it. Yeah. Might as well get used to it. Um, and so that's, that's kind of been up until, honestly, probably this last year, that's kind of been my approach with dealing with my stress and um, I don't know what snapped, man. I think, honestly, I did. I think I, think I had a moment where I just, I, I remember I was driving in the car. I think I told Sam. I remember coming in and talking to Sam, and I really was just like, I mean, my emotions were just all out of whack. I was, I was for a while, I was like really kind of like short-tempered, and I was just waiting for people to kind of like get at me in the wrong way so I could snap at them. And then after that got too exhausting, I just kind of like, it's kind of like when a, when a computer starts like short circuiting mm-hmm. or like a robot in a movie and it's like, and it just like starts shutting that down. Was, uh, that was a pretty solid um, yeah, sound, sound effect. Robot shutting down. Yeah. yeah. And he even put his arms up to the side. And, like, yeah. Kind of, I did the whole like, you know, my yeah, arms yeah, going the listening yeah, audience yeah, who uh, will hear this. I think they'll get the imagery yeah. quite yeah. clearly. Yeah. Feel it. So, um, will they get the quimagery? Ooh. I mean, it'll be enriched. There we go. <laughs> Your story will uh, be enriched. <laughs> be enriched for like the fifth time. Um, so, so I was like in that mode. It, it just all kind of weighed on me so much that like that's the best way I can I can explain it is that it was just kind of like a computer short circuiting, and I just was like shutting down, and I felt I felt like I was shutting down, um, but I didn't do anything to stop it because I was just so like exhausted by all those different things. And um, yeah, I remember coming in and just telling Sam, I was like, dude. This keeps going like this, man. I just gotta. I think I gotta go to the doctor or something. I think I gotta get on some medicine. I think, whatever. I was thinking for a minute. I was like, you know, showing some bipolar tendencies, like, uh, like mm-hmm. actual diagnosable, if that's a word, yeah. uh, uh, bipolar tendencies and, and all yeah. that kind of stuff and depression. You felt like you're and, on the spectrum. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Beca- it was becoming like almost a clinical concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it was, and I, I told Sam about mm-hmm. it because I was actually really concerned and. Yeah. 
and all that. And I don't know what happened. Something clicked, man. And it was just like, you know what? Like, I can, if, if I just try to address some of this stuff and do better at managing it, you know, not ignoring it, but addressing it, addressing it, acknowledging it, and then trying to manage it in a healthy way, man, a lot of this can be circumvented. And, and I don't know if I mentioned this in last week's episode, they kind of, they kind of merged together, but, um, funny enough, shortly after that, I think people were starting to notice it. And, uh, I, I shared it with a few other people and Quinn was, uh, in that group of people that I was talking to about it. And so Quinn hit me up like, uh, uh, like probably two or three days later, it was like, Hey man, let's go to national Coney. Uh, where I could get the emoji fries. And uh, <laughs> he was like, hey, man, let's, let's, let's just go there, man. Let's just hang out. And so I was like, okay. So we went and we hung out and we sat down at the table and he was like, so what's up? And I was like, oh, no, man. And he goes. He hit me with the, you know, he hit me with the usual man talk. Nah, I'm all right. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Nah, that's you know, what, what you want to eat. You know, yeah, what you ordered, man. And so he goes, listen. Like before anything, he goes, listen, and he pulls out from his jacket pocket. He goes, woof, and pulls out like a Walgreens bag and sets it on the table. And at first I was like, whoa, what are you handing me right now, man? Like, but but he, he hands it to me, slides it across the table, and he goes, trust me, man. Take one of these every day. You'll feel much better. It trust wasn't me. illegal. It was it not wasn't illegal. illegal. He slides it to me. I open it, and it's vitamin D because in the great mitten state of Michigan, uh, we have this awesome – like through Christmas and New Year, it's awesome, but then it becomes awful season called, called winter. And we had a particularly rough one at the time. It was just super cold, tons of snow, super wet, all this stuff for a while. And it was gray out for a long period of time. And he's like, man, you need to take this because up here, you're from Florida. You're used to getting that natural, the, you know, the natural things that make you feel good from the sun, nothing else. And he's but used up to here, vitamin D, which comes from the sun naturally. Yes. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, but you don't get that. So you need to take this. And so it made me realize, wait a minute, there's things that people do up here to actually acknowledge this and manage this and manage those emotions, and those feelings and all that. And so it all just kind of hit me like, man, I've really just been ignoring this and trying to push through it. But there's actually things I could do to be proactive about it that would make me feel better. And yeah. so, uh, man, it, it worked wonders. I started like, I got back to the gym you know, I started reading a lot more, which he was which happier was great. too. Like he was like, uh, yeah. happy. I started taking the vitamin D. I started going to the gym more. I started reading a lot more, all these different things. And it was like, man, complete personality change. And so, um, that, that's my elongated story about that. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't handle stress the best. Um, but it, but it takes kind of bouncing it off a couple of people's or it took bouncing it off a couple of people to, uh, to realize that there's different ways that you could actually manage that better. And it's, I mean, it's made a ton of difference. So. That's mine. Stress. No, I mean that's a a good example of it. Of a people have of you having a stressful situation and how you dealt with it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one takeaway from that that I was going to have, uh, I was going to add to, not a takeaway. What I wanted to add to that is that uh, what people don't rec- recognize with doctors and when you get put on medicine, oftentimes it's because they don't think that you'll do what you need to do. Yeah. Like when they put you on high blood pressure medicine or they put you on other type of medicines, mm-hmm. a lot of that is them uh, making an assessment that you're not going to do the right thing. Right. So, um, <laughs> and a lot of people don't think about that when they go see their doctor. Their doctor, yeah. they're not assessing always if, you know, if you can recover. Mm-hmm. They're assessing if you're going to do what you need to do. Right, yeah. And that's how a lot of people end up on multiple medications because mm-hmm. the doctor has some more, I was going to say summarized. <laughs> the doctor has summarized and assumed, come to the uh, conclusion that 
you're a person who's not going to do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, let me just put you on these pills. Yeah. But they're not, they're not saying that because right. they're trained not to say that. Yeah. And so you... These pills are going to take care of something that you're not. Yeah. So. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. And so what that comes back to, though, is us just not being aware of ourselves mm-hmm. and not taking care of ourselves. And, our, and that, you know, to talk about the physical part of it, your mental part might be dragging down your physical and it's causing this whole chain reaction that you know that you're mm-hmm. not even thinking about. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good conclusion. Thank you to his thoughts. I tried to summarize it as best I could. Yeah, it was a good con- conclusion. I know, I know. In my life, I've, uh, <laughs> I know that I've, um, I think I've shared this before. I shared that I had Bell's palsy before, right? Yeah, last yeah, you showed last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was a direct result of stress and not managing it the right way, not dealing with it the right way. And uh, even still, man, when we have. Uh, stressful seasons in our family or life or whatever and uh, I feel I get like a twitch in my right cheek like right above my lip and um, that's what happened right before I got the Bell's palsy I I, uh, some nerves in my face were twitching and so even still uh, if something's going down that's that's super stressful it's a stressful time I'll feel like some twitches and some like warning signs and um that's so important I feel like maybe it's not your face twitching but maybe it's something that Mm -hmm. you can We need to be aware of potential warning signs in our life that's like, hey, we need to chill. Like if you find yourself getting sick all the time, you find yourself super lethargic or tired or whatever all the time, even though you're getting good sleep or eating right or whatever, then I think these are some warning signs of, hey, there's a change that needs to be made. There's you need to pivot in some area of your life (laughs) and, and, you know, take heed to these warning signs. Your body will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Because because (laughs) it's true, your physicality and your. Your mentality are very, very connected. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so your mental health and your physical health are, are super important. And like you were just saying, uh, Q, that, you know, if you're, if you're, um, your mental health can really drag down your physical health. Yeah. It can really take it to another level. Um, and oftentimes we're seeing these physical responses, but really that's just an, a symptom of what's really going on in our mental health. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so sure. it, this is stuff that we, we really, really need to pay attention to as guys, you know? You know, yeah. so another one that I see a lot is, I think, I think honestly, they're tied hand in hand. I think that uh, anger is a way Absolutely. that you're, that like you emotionally vent out those yeah. stress things when you're not letting them go like in a healthy way. So if you're not yeah. doing what you got to do to work out your stress and adjust your stress in a healthy way that's therapeutic to you that, mm-hmm. that, you know, helps keep balance and all those things, then that's when it kind of, you know, it, it kind of becomes a little bit of a shorter temper, a little yeah, bit more right. impatient. It's almost then, like an automatic yeah. response, like a quinstinct. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's totally well, quinstinct. And to then elaborate it, on that, and I then, think that it's, um, man, you just snuck that in there. I did. That was, that was <laughs> good, <laughs> wasn't it? Dirty. That was good. Quinstinct. But it is, it's like an instinctual thing. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah we feel the stress and, and, mm-hmm. Anger is typically the automatic, or well, yeah. maybe not even full blown anger. Maybe it comes across as frustration, right? Or like you were saying, well, and if you don't let, and if you don't, again, like it's there's never a bad time to recognize these things and come back, you know, and like and pull back when you need to. But there's times that we let that go, and that just becomes like who we are, you know. Yeah. Like I have that. I, I have to remind myself that all the time is that sometimes I become like it's, it's again, man. It's two different people because. The stress thing becomes anger thing for me is that's so that's so real. Like for I, th- I know I know some people that just crumble under it and they just cry and they they don't want to see nobody they don't want to hang yeah. out whatever. I can literally go through my 
complete normal life, daily interactions and all that with people and feel okay, but not realize that from the outside looking in, people, people find me unapproachable or people mm-hmm. find me quick tempered or people mm-hmm. find sure. like, sure. I, can, I don't realize that they see those changes well, in what I'm, what I'm doing. you have to understand is you're talking about anger, you know, um, in the hierarchy of emotions, anger is a byproduct of sadness. Yeah. But people can't see the sadness because they have to confront the anger. Mm-hmm. And and like you were saying earlier about, the, you used the, the the idea, the imagery of an elephant in a room, and you say you build another room and you start feeding that elephant and whatever. I, I think that. I think that go. Did you say that? Yeah, I said that. Oh, that sorry. Was an enrichment. Sorry, it was an enrichment. It wasn't some quin information. It wasn't quin information. No, no, that it wasn't was some quin sight. Nope. That was some, ri- or some was, rich stuff. Anyway, well, you were saying that. I think that ties <laughs> back thicker. into what you're saying later because that's true. We take, we take this anger or this hurt or this fear or this pain or whatever yeah. or this mental um, you know, struggle, and it, it, it expresses itself through anger. And then, you know, like you said, it becomes part of our personality. We begin to feed it and say, oh, that's just how I respond. Right. That's just who I am. That's, mm-hmm. that's just the way that I do things, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it becomes part of who we are, but it's not who we are. Yeah, it's right. something that we've allowed to fester and hang around mm-hmm. that we should really kick to the curb. Well, because if you think about it, man, like those aren't real personality traits. And I used to cling to that a lot too. You know, um, my wife would always tell me like, man, you just look angry all the time and this and that. And I would be like, that's how, that's how I look. What do you want? You know, like that's just how I am. I can't yeah. change the, the, the face I got, you know. But, <laughs> but those aren't characteristic. Those aren't like personality traits of somebody. You know what I mean? Like a personality trait is, man, they got a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Man, they're, you know, they're like this or like that. Whatever. Those are those things. Anger, sadness, you know, all those things, they're all reactions. Those aren't like personality traits that you have. Those are reactions, like, like you were saying, Sam, of things that are going on inwardly or quinwardly, right? And so, like, you have those things happening, and then your, your body is trying to, you know, compute all these things and work out of the different emotions you're feeling. And so they come out that way. So when, when, when people like me or myself used to, you know, I try to cling to those things and go, man, that's just how I am. That's just how I look. You know, I can't help that people, people see me like that. That's not true. You know, like that's, you know, for me, it was pride because I didn't want to deal with, I didn't want to deal with that. And I didn't want to acknowledge the fact that I was just being a jerk. You know what I mean? Um, but, but now that I look at it, I realized, man, I was being a jerk because I was stressed and I was angry and I was tired and I wasn't dealing with it, you know? And so, um, I think we just as guys, we got to do better of not trying to own that reputation. And I got to say this just for me, that reputation does not make you come across more manly and it's not excusable just because you are a man. It's not excusable to be a jerk just because you're a man and you work all day and you know, like that's, that's what we do. And that's our role in the family. And that's just, that's just what, who we are, you know, whatever that role is that has you acting like that, it's not an excuse. And it's not just, yeah. it's not okay to just, well, you know, I'm, I'm the man and I do this and I do that. So, you know, I got to be no. tough and I got to be this and I got to be that. Blah, blah, blah. That's not, that's no, that's that, not that healthy. Does, no, it doesn't make healthy. you more manly. The only yeah. thing that makes you more manly is riding a Harley. 100%. Yeah. 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 I mean, or falling off your if, Harley and surviving. No, no, no. Yeah, no. falling off and some that was, that was a crotch rocket. That put some that or crotch, yeah, I can't believe you drove a crotch rocket. That uh, that put some hair on your chest falling off a bike. <laughs> or take some off. <laughs> yeah, or some scratches. Yeah. Some, uh, <laughs> some if you scabs. have a problem with your mental health, it will show up in your body. If you have a problem with your health of your body, it will affect your mind and how you see the world. I think that's uh, pretty Is that a personal thought? Huh? Is that a personal thought? Very. <laughs> uh, no, but no. I mean, it's all connected. You know, yeah, it we, is. we talk about you dropping, you dropping Q bombs over there. I Q-bombs. mean, uh, it's more of a samuration, but 
That's, I'm just going to call you movie. Samurai from now. That's so sick. <laughs> that is sick. Samurai I'll take sword. it. I'll take it. Uh, but well, no, if, I mean, if you're a samurai, then you're a quinja. <laughs> a what? <laughs> quinja. You're a quinja if I'm a samurai. <laughs> you're a quinja. All right. He's I a, love uh, it. He's so, a, uh, <laughs> it's all about the physical health, though. Yeah, so let's, yeah let's cross that over, okay? So, it's, yeah. uh, it, it all That's comes, mental. It, it's a pyramid of... Uh, mental and physical health. Say, say your quote again that you just that you just said so eloquently. Uh, absolutely, I can say eloquently. It I, I mean, you thought long and hard about this. I thought very long and hard thought about it, and you know, it's uh, if you have a problem with your mental health, mm-hmm. it will show up in your body. If you have a problem with your health of your body, it will affect your mind and how you see the world. So it's very circular. Yeah, it's a connection. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cycle. It's cyclical. Yeah. Cyclical. Yep. Yes. So absolutely. Um, yeah. So let's talk about. Physical, physical. You want to get physical? Let's get physical. Physical. That was too easy. That was. <laughs> it was good. That's, that's easy like Sunday morning. Easy yeah. like Sunday morning. Easy like. Easy like Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> so they tie in. I can. I can. Quinn's I like, can. Quinn's like. Uh, Quinn's just not you feeling got, it. You guys not, are just. I don't know. So what, I don't know what's going on. Right. You gotta do like the John Legend style. Like, you gotta do all those crazy runs. Yeah. You, you can do the Lionel <laughs> Physical health. So, so I can I can relate this to to even even again with my story. So in the time that I was going through the the bulk of my like undercover depression, undercover. Yeah. Anger, bitterness. I was working through a lot of things for a lot of different reasons. But yeah. in the bulk of that time, I didn't even realize this because I knew, I think I knew subconsciously it was happening. So I was like afraid to step on a scale. But while all this was happening, I gained, I gained 45 pounds in like a year. But that was probably the most stressful, tense year of my life. It was, it was almost two years ago now, but um, just for different reasons, work reasons, all these different things that were going on. Um, man, like I, I didn't even realize it, but I went, my, I mean, you know, parents, man, parents, my parents at least don't sugarcoat nothing with me. I, no. I feel, I feel jealous because I have friends who like when they gain weight, their moms feed them more. They're like, oh baby, you need to try it. You know, like just feed them more. My parents, I walk into my mom's house and she saw me one day, I guess I was wearing the wrong outfit and I walked <laughs> in and, and she was like, um, she was like, everything okay? And I was like, yeah, what's wrong? She was like, you're getting, you're getting really big. <laughs> and I was like, gee, thanks, ma. Yeah. Thanks for that. I go and see my dad. My dad that. goes, um, he goes, uh, what are you eating, man? Like, that's just how they ask me. Is it, what are you eating? Uh, I don't know, food. My da- and my dad goes, my dad goes, <laughs> I was wearing joggers. Now, for those of you that are listening, joggers are like hip, right? They're like, kind of like sweatpants and jeans put together. And I don't know, they're, 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 they're cool. I'm a youth pastor, so I mean, you know, I feel like I get a pass on it. But I was wearing them and my, my dad was just like, he saw me and he goes, man, you gotta, like, why are you wearing so many things that are like elastic and stretchy? <laughs> and he's like asking me because he's going like, he's like, man, you don't want to wear stuff that has to be stretchy like your entire life, man. You gotta get it, you gotta get a grip on that. And I'm like, man, what? So, I'm just kind of hearing all of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my parents. I had a doctor's appointment, and I went to the doctor, and the first thing they do is check your blood pressure, make you get on the scale. I got on the scale, and I weighed, for the first time in my life, I weighed over 300 pounds. 
a pretty good amount over. My, my whole life, I was roughly in like the 250, 260 range. And for the first time, I, w- I weighed 307 pounds. And just nothing really noticeable in my life that changed. But I think, Quinn, you said this earlier, the mental stress, all those things that I wasn't handling, man, I was like stress eating and I was like sad eating and I was angry. Eat- I was just eating, you know? And that before I knew out. it, man, I gained like 45, 50 pounds just straight away. And so yeah. if you don't think that the mental ties in with the physical, you, like, it may not all tie in in weight gain, but it does tie in in some way. And the effects do go big picture, not just inside, but also outside. And so they do tie in very strongly together. No, I agree. I mean, you know, when you're going to, on the, the roller coaster of life, when you don't have your, um, your thoughts together and uh, you are kind of in this place where everyone kind of uh, is making plans for you. Yeah. You know, you're just, going, kinda, along with it. You're just going along for the ride and yeah. you're not in control and you're not uh, putting a stance on where you want to be and how you want to be. Um, you know, uh, Tony Robbins is big on that. He's saying, you know, stop letting life happen to you mm-hmm. and realize that it's happening for you. Yeah. You know, stop letting other people control what you do and where you go and how you're going to do it. Man, and take control quotes, of your life. Man. And I think that's what the whole uh, mental and physical thing is about going to the gym. You know, we were talking about it. Life changes for you before when I could go to the gym, didn't have kids, didn't have a wife. Uh, I didn't have a, a career at yep. the time. I mean, at the time I was, you know, it's funny because at the time I was training because I was going to school, I was getting educated to uh, prepare for this time. Mm-hmm. But it's ironic how like when you're preparing and you're studying and you're learning, the learning is, is nothing prepares you for what life is really like. Yeah. Nothing prepares you for when you have three kids and you have yep. to work a career. Yep. It was everything that led up to that point mm-hmm. that kind of like, you know, it was like, it was ironic that I could work out then, mm-hmm. but when real life hit, going to the gym five days a week wasn't, <laughs> no, that wasn't real. No way, yeah. So, because I was in the gym five days a week. I mean, you got, you know the routine. Oh, yeah. Back and buys, tries and uh, show, chest and tries, mm-hmm. you know, you do uh, back and... Um, back and core, baby. Yeah, back no, and No, shoulders core. and core. Yeah. No, you know, I, I do, I'm at the point where I'm just doing straight cardio. I, do, I, I don't do, need <laughs> to get any more muscular than I, I am. I do chest and tries, back and buys, yeah. shoulders and core. I got so much yeah, muscle, I just day. need to stop. There's so. leg day. I skip leg day. <laughs> you, you're playing yourself. You nah, man. I'm like, a, I'm like a, a human Tyrannosaurus Rex. You're, you're, you're going to no be, be walking around like an upside down triangle. No, 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 no. You're going to look like a pair with legs. That song, Dance Too Much Booty in the Pants, that's about me. Yeah. It was written by me, so, you know. <laughs> about me. Yeah, about my, it was a. Dance, too auto, much booty in the pants. Autobiography? Yeah, autobiography. Yeah, autobiographical song. I think I'm the origin. Dance, too much booty in the pants. <laughs> yeah, no, so the physical health is, uh, <laughs> I mean, Sam's talking about us clanging and banging, and, and you too. It's important, man. That used to be, actually, for me, that used to be my therapy. That used to be yeah. my, my, uh, my sacrifice. You know, I Sing just it. want to say hello. Sing again. it, Rich. You can't pass that one up. You said it. As soon as he you teed said it, I was it up. Like, Oop. I, w- <laughs> I wondered if you said that on purpose. He, te- uh, he teed it up. Can't. That used to be my sacrifice. No, I mean, I'm going to say, say it you know, for the end. What we were talking about before we went in the air is I was saying, like, I at this point have a true desire to be in the gym on Friday and Saturdays because it just gets me back <laughs> into He's the gym. He's holding back as much as he can. Because the gym. <laughs> Is a, a cathartic place for me when you're in the gym and you're pushing those weights. What's cathartic mean? Uh, it's a. Uh, I'll summarize it for you. It's yeah. when you. Is that uh, is that like the opposite of lethargic? 
Uh, no. They sound the same. Cathartic is uh, cathartic? it's it's cleansing. It's it's, uh, it's cleansing? centering. Quenching. It's um, it doesn't quench your thirst. Ooh, uh, quench your Ooh. thirst. Yes, you jerks. Oh. Um, <laughs> it, uh, but it it is it's uh, renewing. So something that's oh, okay, cathartic. I got you. It, I got you. It, okay. Were you serious about asthma cathartic? Yeah, dead dead serious. Yeah, I was too. That's a that's a big word. You said it. I was just gonna sit here like I knew what you were. Oh talking yeah, cathartic. About. Yeah, I love I'm that. I'm gonna band. try to use context. I love that band. <laughs> No, cathartic is uh, it's cleansing, it's renewing, it's like, uh, you know, people, like, for example, people go to church. Cathartic. It renews them for a week. Ah, yeah. um, when you go that's to their the gym, sacrifice. it's cathartic because, I don't hear what either of you said. He but. said that's their sacrifice. <laughs> anyway, I want to I get back Creed. to going to the gym on, on uh, Friday and Saturday because to yeah. me, going to the gym is cathartic. Being in the gym... Uh, you know, it's a very um, also it's a very time of uh, like self awareness for me. Yeah. Whenever I'm in the gym or whenever I'm like even walking mm. around the track. It's oh yeah, such there's a mirrors place. everywhere. Yeah. There's what? It's got to be self reflective. There's mirrors everywhere. <laughs> well, that, that too. I mean, I, I'm not the guy who's gonna take a picture in the uh, no, take a but picture in the mirror. But I should. take mental pictures in the mirror. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do. I stare at them. I'm just like. I don't want to know angle. what type of mental pictures you're taking in the gym. <laughs> not a good angle. Not a good angle. <laughs> the gym's full of not good angles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. Oh. <laughs> no, but we, uh, as men, we neglect that, uh, that physical part of us. That's the first thing to go, I think. I think it is, too, yeah. It's the first thing to go. You got to cut something away in order to make room for everything else. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I can't cut this, can't cut this. I'm going to have to pull back on this, you know. And so, um, But we talk a lot about the gym. What, what are some other ways, some other healthy ways uh, that we can can work out the whole health aspect of things. I mean, working out and getting fit and all that in your body, that's that's super important, but going to the gym is not the only way. What are some other ways? Yeah, I mean, there's some definitely some other things you do. I think you guys try and do it here, I mean, at my expense, which makes you jerks, but you can laugh and have fun. <laughs> no, no, so, no, listen, listen. It's at everybody's expense. Listen, we are... Y'all roasted me for a good 15 minutes at the beginning of last episode. We are laughing with you. Are you? Yes. I wish that you could do so many interesting things with my name. Ooh. Okay. But you can't, and I wish you could. I mean, what are you going to call me, like an ice cream sandwich? That's good. That was you a good one. That, that was, was on the fly, sandwich. too. Yeah. That was on the fly. That was good. I mean, what are you going to call I mean, Sam is like, that's like a lame name. It's like, hi, my name's Sam. Yeah. But, uh, what is but, it like? What is it like? Hi, my name's Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. Like, I'm the lunch lady that's been smoking since age 12. <laughs> <laughs> hi, my name's Wazowski. Sam. But I mean, oh, but yeah, can, exactly, exactly. We can laugh and have fun. Yes. And um, I think that's something that people sometimes lack, and we yeah. seek that out. In fact, I was uh, listening to come, It's got to come from a place of, like, actual, like, joy, though, because uh, I was, side note, I've been doing, like, some research for, like, stand-up comedy. I might try to get into stand-up no, I ain't no might about that, and man. So, Make it happen. Quit being scared. And so I'm not scared. I just got, you know, I got so much going on. I ain't right? never scared. scared. I got it. I, I ain't never scared. scared. I ain't never scared. <laughs> Attain hope! So I, um, I've been doing research, and man, they were like, it's kind of scary. They were saying that like, a lot of the bigger stand-up comedians that that we know of or whatever, yeah, most of their humor comes from depression, yeah, because they all struggle with depression, and so they know how to take those things and make light out of them when they're on stage. But that's why we hear about really sad cases like Robin Williams and things like that known for being hilariously funny people, mm -hmm. but on the inside, they're actually dealing with that inner tur turmoil and comedy is their way of doing it. So I, as I was reading and going through some of this stuff, I know about my, my mental health and how stressed and anxious and angry and stuff that I've been. And I just challenged myself in, in a way then just to make sure that when I am joking, 
I'm not using jokes to deflect, or, or if I am laughing, I'm not using that to mask or deflect what's really going on because having a good laugh is healthy. It's super healthy, laughing with people, making light of things, realizing that you're, you know, that happens to everybody. It's something you can laugh at. Gotta be able to do it, but don't use it in a way where it's actually harmful to yourself where, oh, I'm laughing, I'm smiling, so I feel good even though there's an elephant in the room or people think I'm happy because I'm always smiling don't have or I'm the funny fear. guy. You, you don't want to have the fake, the fake front. Don't, right, yeah. right. Don't fake the funk. So that's my disclaimer on that. Never fake the funk. Never yeah. play yourself. I mean, you know, and uh, you know the, what comedians no. do, which is very interesting and both like kind of uh, intuitive at the same time. You know, good comedians make fun of the themselves. Like yes. they are the punchline. Yeah, yeah. And you're producing at the same time that and feeding the thing that fears you because. Mm -hmm you're making everyone laugh at you yeah. by telling stories about yeah. you yeah. yeah and they're they're laughing at you mm -hmm. so you at the same time are enticed by the laughter but at the same time they're like wait yeah you're all laughing at me yeah, yeah. because good comedians make this their story it's their story that people mm -hmm. relate to that makes them right good. yeah so makes everybody feel a little bit more human because everybody, yeah. everybody can laugh at it because they relate to it right so, so and it can be very therapeutic but it can also be de like deflective. So it's gotta be, but all these things can. You can go to the gym and work out and feel good about yourself and it can be therapeutic or you can go to the gym, work out, not be, really be feeling great and, but you're looking great. So you got everybody thinking that you're on your A game, you know? A lot of these things, they just all, all gotta be used in the right way. Otherwise you're gonna implode eventually. Well, to take it back to uh, The Rock and like, you know, if you look at the way that he works out and you look at the way that he runs his life, it makes total sense that he uh, struggles from depression. Yeah. Because he is a guy, man. Every time you see him, like, he's in the gym. Yep. He's doing something. He's doing like, something, yeah. I don't but, know when he sleeps. Yeah, and it's like... Well, that like, and very seldomly do you see... It, it's interesting that, you know, very seldomly do you see him with other people. Yes. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? What I, mean. I mean, yeah. he's spending a lot of time holding the phone at himself. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's just a persona he's putting out there. But, mm -hmm. I mean, very rarely do you see him just, like, hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. Every, anything yeah. that he shares, but maybe he's keeping his personal and public life separate or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, but that's not how. It, like you see Kevin Hart, mm -hmm. my man's got like a, a whole crew yeah, of homies with him at all times. Mm -hmm. But you know, to your point, you know what um, I mean. Mm -hmm. The Rock um, on his Instagram, I saw him post like on Oscar night. He's like, you know, I'm invited to all these parties, and you know, well, I'm here at the gym. I'm here at the yeah, gym. Yeah, because if I get off the pedestal, someone else Someone's is ready to take, take my spot. spot. But that, I saw that, that also is like, if you can see behind the screen there, you can kind of see like. That's sign of somebody kind of hurting too and going through yeah. some things because, like, you know, the point of, of like being in shape, huh? That that to me sounds like insecurity. Yeah, yeah. well, it's I insecurity. gotta make sure I'm holding this down because nobody else could take this from me. Like, um, but there's the layers rock, bro. to Nobody's it. taking it. There's layers <laughs> to it because, yeah, it's insecurity from that perspective. None of these jabronis are gonna step. There's there's hurt and there's pain there because. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like, there's this feeling of, of like, I got to be in here, but that's a shield to not let people in. Yeah. Because yeah. like Oscar night, you don't want to go to Oscar night. Yeah, go celebrate. Know? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're the guy. You were, you were in Baywatch, bro. You deserve <laughs> to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even think he would deserve, I know. he would say he deserved to be there from Baywatch. <laughs> but seriously though, but that speaks to the, the inner struggle, I think, of all of us as yeah. men. Like even in our greatest moments sometimes, it's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the moment where you can literally sit back and say confidently, like, wow, I'm the man. Mm -hmm. There's that, that insecurity. Yeah. So I think that brings us to, the, to, to a good, like, uh, where we wanted to land it, talking about The Rock not going to these things because he has to stay engaged with all these things. But we're saying it's healthy to go 
take a little bit of that time off and celebrate. We were going to talk about how healthy it is to, to have a time of rest and relaxation. No matter how busy you get, no matter how many things you're entertaining in your mind that you have to do and get done, um, you know, being task oriented and, and doing all that, no matter how much of that you do, rest and relaxation is essential. Yeah. And rest and relaxation for some might be binge watching Netflix. For others, it could be, you know, going for a swim, could be yeah. walking the dog, whatever honest, it is. And to be honest, it could be, you know, clanging and banging in the iron paradise. It could, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, maybe that yeah. is some rest and relaxation for him. Well, and I can tell you one thing that was very uh, cathartic for me was uh, when There's I There's that word again. There it is. Yeah. When I started my own podcast. Yeah. Uh, Renewing. And, um, cathartic. Which, what? <laughs> He's just whispering cathartic I'm while giving, you talk. No, I'm giving you I'm giving <laughs> the definition. The yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I found a hobby. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it allowed me to unleash my passion mm-hmm. um, in a different way. And uh, it allowed me unleash to. Unleash that. Unleash the dragon. Let it fly, baby. Um, it's a Cisco album. Mm. And, uh, Ooh, the dragon. Dun. I had it. <laughs> Unleash the dragon. Yeah, this is a good album. Mm-hmm. No, seriously. Like, part of the problem Hold that everyone has is they just don't have a way to like power up and just like you know let, let the dragon their, attack. Huh? About to let the dragon attack. Yeah, they don't have a way to. Um, I don't want this part to be edited out, so I don't want to keep focusing on Unleash the Dragon. So. Get out my way. It is an album. It's a great album. I think it's a new millennium. It's a brand new day. Yeah, um, he's giving you the soundtrack, man. This is like <laughs> when the preacher's getting to the point and they're playing that organ. Uh-huh. He's, your, he's, he's, he's making you. it. Let's you go. the key for me? We about to let the dragon out. La, da, 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 da. There you go. There it is. No, so what I was trying <laughs> to say was, <laughs> listen, people, a lot of us don't get the opportunity to just let our creativity out and let our voice be heard in a creative way. I mean, you know what? Uh, so I don't know if you guys are know this. Um, I, I don't know why it matters. I said if you know this. But basically, like, people who are artists are um, in some ways connected to, like, mental health. Like, and... Yeah, I told you it's a real album. I told you. People with mental health issues and people who, like, you know, who are dealing with things... Uh, who have creative outlets, they use their outlets to get those thoughts, those emotion, those feelings out. Some yep. people get it out in gardening. Some people get it yep. out in building like a perfect T-square of a box. Yep. And building perfect little wooden boxes. Yep. You know, that's the go-to guy for boxes. That's, le- that's, that's legit. That's legit a real thing. That's uh, where I was talking was. to a guy last night. I came walking in and um, uh, he was chilling in the lobby and we were just talking about teenagers and working with teenagers and all that stuff and they were like, Oh ha ha ha! You have my you have my condolences, and I was like, "Hey man, you guys want to come help out? You know, I'll take your help more than I'll take your condolences." <laughs> and they were like, and the guy goes, "How, was, how do you laugh?" <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, "Yeah, not not my thing." He's like, "You want anything built? That's my thing. Let me know if you need anything built." I said, "We could definitely do that." So then he pulled up a picture of a wall unit that he made to put his new flat screen in, but his wife needed so much bookshelf space, he created like a massive mega bookshelf around his flat screen TV that he mounted on the wall. And uh, he's just going through, just showing me pictures of it. He's like, this is my thing. Anytime you need something built, let me know. Da-da-da. He goes, how, how, how much time do you think this took me? I was like, oh, that'd probably take me about a week. He's like, I did that in a day. I was like, Bravo, you know, but that just goes to show you, man, some people get in there, man, and turn this on and, you know, get to measuring and cutting and doing it. And man, it's like, 
it's it's free for them, you know. Yeah. We got a new dining room table. It was a this guy. He hand built this like farm style table, whatever yeah. everybody likes nowadays. Mm. And like it's like he used uh, like a oak wood or like a higher quality wood and just regular pine. Mm. He stained it like, and he used some triple stain polyurethane. So every coat Ooh. was like three coats. Highly flammable. No, uh, probably not. But you know the funny part. The irony of the candles was, on it. And this is where women sometimes <laughs> need to support their men. He like notched the table out and he roughed the corners and everything. Mm. I mean, beautiful. He made a bench yeah. and everything, yeah. and they threw in these awesome. Life's like, a bench. <laughs> huh? Go ahead. You guys. I wish I could. We got to work on this microphone because I cannot hear <laughs> you guys sometimes. <laughs> You're like slipping in little uh, little <laughs> samurais and little little zingers. Yeah. Little zingers. Little bills. Yep. No. So <laughs> he. There's a good sound effect. Anyway, <laughs> little things. No. So this little guy, things. this guy, <laughs> hand built this table, and he made a beautiful table. It was something yeah. honestly that Marvelous. I wish I had time to do. Yeah. And the design isn't that hard. I mean, he just he built the table. He just yeah. put the, the wood together. Marvelous. He glued it. Yeah. So long story short, like you know, because of how little she valued what he was doing. We got the table for cheap. He <laughs> sold that table for three times as much, but just because yeah. his wife wasn't didn't appreciate. And now I get that out of here. She's yeah. like, yeah. She's like, I just I, we just got one from Art Van. Jeez. I was like, yeah, those are nice tables. Let's get this before they. <laughs> Let's get this back in the car. Come on. Yeah. How much y'all want? Like one fifty or? Uh... <laughs> and he was like, yeah, whatever. I built it. I could do it in like a day. Wow, man. And I'm like, this would have took me a whole year. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. for sure. For sure. Wow. I mean, that's what Quinspiration will do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally Quinspired. Mm-hmm. I can Just dig it. Ready to get it done. That's a good one. You need to take that. Yeah. You need to take that. Your quotes. Take that. Take that. That's what you call them. Quinspirational quotes. <laughs> the quintessence. And, 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 the, and both words start with a Q. You can call this quintessence of... Uh, Ooh, quintessential. 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 Quintessential's not even adding his name to it, though. That's how you say that word. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I That's true. Yeah, there's, no, there's no pun there. <laughs> no, cool. Not. Okay, so uh, I think it'd be fun to mention maybe one or two things that we all do for rest and relaxation. Oh yeah, for yeah. rest and relaxation. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, R&R. everybody's hand clanging and banging. Blah, blah blah. You guys are all tough guys. Go look at their pictures. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody been clanging yeah. and banging okay, over here. <laughs> let's be honest. You see those awful pictures Sam's posted me. You see those no cake. <laughs> listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. I, I sandwich my gym trips with cake. <laughs> so baking is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that was incredibly stressful. Really? Cracking eggs without getting shells in your cake mix is the hardest. Oh, especially if you <laughs> use organic you. eggs. I'll teach you, man. Huh? It, it was. It was the organic yeah, eggs. The A guy eggs, in our church like... gave us like some cage-free, free-range, whatever. Yeah, them boys are not the same. Soft shells. It ain't the same as that, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have the genetically agent. engineered junk. Yeah, they don't have the hardening <laughs> agent, and they haven't been bleached. Yeah, it was. Eggs. Got a trick for you. Okay. One-handed Good. crack. Easy. Yeah, well. He says the guy who was culinarily trained. Yes. Sue me. All right, what do you do for R&R, Rich? R&R. Man, you know, a little R&R. Listen to some R&B. A little R. Kelly? Yeah. This is the remix to Ignition. A little R&B. Have a little bit of R&R. No, I, uh, man, for rest and relaxation, uh, the gym is in there, but the gym is hard for me to keep up with as well just because so much going on in the schedule so one you know one week i'll be in there you know three now usually i don't yeah, do yeah. this but uh that's r and all day go ahead on break them off with a little previews of the remix Ooh. now i'm not trying to be rude but hey pretty girl i'm feeling you yeah that's where that's all probably right, we got okay. for r kelly and, yeah uh, the recording we do not own this song to. that is by that is that song is by r kelly that's the uh ignition remix yeah 
Okay. So, uh, you know, I go to the gym maybe on a good week, I'll go like three times, maybe four if I'm like really feeling it. But um, man, then there's some weeks where like two weeks in a row, I'll maybe, I'm lucky if I get in there once or twice, you know? So that's harder for me to maintain just with everything else going yeah. on. Yeah. But uh, I think regularly, I, I am a creative type. So um, I am the creative type. So I, uh, yeah. you know, I do things like, I, l- I like to draw. Um, I write music. I'm musical. I write music. Um, <laughs> you know, write and record music. Some I draw people call a lot. Me musical. Stuff, yeah, stuff like that. So, um, creative stuff. I really enjoy that. Um, yeah, that's that's what I do a lot of. So, yeah. like I said, I even said like the reading kind of stuff. Uh, I've been reading a lot lately. I'm trying to read. This may be a lofty goal, but I think total last year I read two books. Mm. This year I'm trying to read fifty. Mm. So um, yeah, that's a big jump. That's a big jump. That is a jump. But I'm already on book number four. Get I'm it, book number four. Get it, get week, it, so. get it. Um, try to read more books. You know, I just find myself doing creative things like yeah. drawing or sketching. Um, I'm in a rap group, so writing music, and then um, uh, just kind of exploring different creative like avenues. So yeah. I think comedy is one that I want to try as well. Totally. I've written a bunch of comedy jokes since kind of doing my research and. I found that to be really funny. It makes you look at everyday situations differently and find the humor in them, mm. um, which kind of forces you to have a lighter outlook as well when you're yeah. taking that approach. And so all those things have been really, really been helpful. Yeah. So. What about you, Q? Well, I, um, I, I get involved in the community a lot, okay. more than I sometimes recognize. So um, I, I enjoy wow. helping out. Um, being engaged in uh, social clubs. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. What, what, what are you laughing at? <laughs> what? You knocked me off my whole train of thought. What? What, Rich? What? Because <laughs> I, I just said, wow. And you, <laughs> and you like looked at me and kind of like did like this like half smile thing like you wanted to laugh, but you were also kind of like insulted. You're like, and then you kept talking through it. <laughs> just the way you looked at me, I was like, oh, <laughs> made me feel bad. Because. <laughs> so mean, you like social, what kind of social clubs were you talking about? That was like my, that was like my news anchor response. Because wow. you got me like on like a, a Joe Pesci moment. Like funny how. Yeah. <laughs> Am I a clown? Am I a clown? Yeah. Use you? My funny guy? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good scene. Tense. I mean, um, I think uh, things, honestly, whenever I can, I do like to build stuff too. And mm-hmm. I like to do projects around the home. Yo, y'all should so. see this bunk bed, man. This man built a bunk bed for his kids crazy oh legit yeah. crazy so yeah. oh, i like Woo. to uh i didn't stain it i i wanted um so i like i get creative spurts. he said i didn't stain it oh my gosh no i want because i wanted the natural my wife doesn't like it but i wanted like the natural wood look which mm. you're still supposed to like put a polyurethane over it's whatever gorgeous. anyways yeah gorgeous. but i mean i just wanted like a natural raw look because that yeah. way if the girl's drawing it or like mm-hmm. color totally. it, it hey. doesn't matter yeah so, don't let anybody quinsult your your design absolutely not i won't i won't mm-hmm. That was, that was a good one, Sam. Um, no, I mean, I, when I can, I like, I get right. ideas, and I like to, um, I just like to execute them. Like, you know, now I want to put in, like, a, um, I want to build some type of a, a trail, trails, a trail? It's a thing for you hang, your cucumbers grow up. A trail, I think is what it's called. Oh, I don't know. It's a basic. That's I, assuming one has cucumbers. Yeah. So, yeah, I, don't know I like is. to, I grow a, I like Cucumber. Oh, is cucumber. that why you like the cucumber? Because it's you, Q? 
So I want to build a structure. <laughs> I refuse for to acknowledge the uh, the cucumbers because yeah. last year we planted our cucumbers and our string beans together. Are they still okay. alive? And uh, yeah, you did the cucumbers take over everything? No, the oh. string beans choked out the cucumbers. Oh really? So uh, funny enough, we got the, the string beans. For the belt. Are string beans like green beans? Yeah. The, okay. There's green beans and string beans. So oh, they're two uh, separate things. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But um, the. Uh, Anyway, the string beans we got, like, because yeah. my, my daughter, we signed up for camp, and they did, like, a little project where the kids plant the seeds in the cup. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. like, they grew. So you, yeah, you transferred it. So we yeah, transferred yeah. it to the That's ground. Cool. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were going to die. So yeah. I put them in with the cucumbers because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is cute. They're going to die. So we'll just plant them yeah, yeah, to yeah. learn about Mama Earth and whatever. So long story short, you know, them boys took over my, my cucumbers. They just came beans. in and ran stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, 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 like, <laughs> I planted some squashes last garden. year, man, and it took over literally everything. Yeah. Yeah. We the string beans. This is our garden now. <laughs> <laughs> like, we come straight out of camp, bro. We the string beans. <laughs> well, the thing is, the cucumber leaves are so big. Yeah. So I thought they would just like block them out, but yeah. no. The nah. the uh, string beans came in, choked them out, and they, it That's was crazy. more of them. Too. It was like a <laughs> so game. gardening. Gardening is therapeutic for you. A uh, building. And yeah, just is, doing is stuff building outside. the manly term you're using for gardening. I mean, <laughs> building vegetables. No, gar- gardening is building too, things for see, my garden. It's tough because <laughs> I like the gardening because you can teach the kids life lessons. It's fun. You I know, love it. You I did them. a garden for the first time this year and I loved it. Yeah. So we have. Oh, two you did boxes. that alone, huh? Yeah. Rich didn't help me at all. This oh, guy. Well, I'm not going there. But no, I have two boxes. <laughs> I built two garden boxes for the girls, and like I want them to yeah. plant the stuff. I want them to touch the earth and touch yeah. the ground with yeah. their hands. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on the other side of the yard, I'm gonna build like a trail or whatever it's called for the cucumbers. It's, okay. it's gonna run the whole length. And then the cucumbers can grow on that side. Yeah, that's dope. That'd be so, cool. And uh, then, you know, it's just also they get to eat that. And, like, it really, I feel like it teaches them a lesson. Full circle, them, man. Yeah, it gives them a sense of satisfaction. I built this box. I planted these seeds. And watch it. I pulled them, them out the ground. Now I get to clean them. Clean them. I yeah. get to clean them. And then I get to eat them. Yeah, and the girls Full love circle. the, the uh, cherry tomatoes and my family. Lo- it's so weird because yeah, it's fun. my family, like, eats it. And, like, I, maybe it's a satisfaction to just know when I grew it. Yeah. You're just watching them chew on it. And you're like, mm-hmm. my aunts and stuff. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, no, I did that. We bought that. Like, no, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we grew that. Yeah. No, we didn't. No, look out the window. My mom, she Me. gets the green tomatoes and she fries them up. So we have fried green tomatoes. Yes. So I mean, it's just it's now just, you speak in my language. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fulfilling experience because, yeah. and it gives me, and also like any time I can break fulfilling. tools out, you're eating. You get fulfilling. Yeah, it's good. It's fulfilling. Yeah, that's yeah. great, man. So that's mine. That is good. That so was I hard want, to get I through want, with you guys. When, when, no, I, yeah, like I know. That. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, uh, well, like now when spring like fully rolls around uh, up, up in these parts, yeah. I'm gonna come by your house for a nice salad. Yeah. I wish everything in my heart that I knew how to use Photoshop and I would put your face on a cucumber, but I don't know how to do that. I'm on it. <laughs> thank you. I'm on it. He looked. He rolled his eyes. That. He said, "Thank you." Because cucumber, but spell it with a Q instead of the yeah. C U at the beginning. Man, that's great. Well, it's pronounced Q. So I know but, that would yeah. be great. I mean, cucumber. My R and R is is it's changed over the years, man. It used to be music for me. Huh? You're rich and rich. My rich and rich. Used to it used to be, you know, playing music and things, but it's really shifted. Um I think my two favorite things, and this is gonna sound incredibly selfish, but it's the reality of it. Um I love hanging out with my kids, love hanging out with my family, all that stuff, but but I think the the two biggest like stress relievers and relaxation things that I do is number one is play basketball. I play basketball on Thursday nights uh, with this group of like guys that Mm -hmm. are 
we're all kind of old. We're all kind of out of shape. But we you guys all think you're really good. We all think that we're like superstars, and so it makes it even better. I think I play with this group. Yeah, and let me tell you, you guys literally all think. You're awesome. Well, we yeah, do. Now listen, Sam, Sam does got a good jumper, but we anytime are. I we're see awesome. anybody wearing like a baseball cap while they're playing ball, weirds me out, man. Yeah, right. Sam wears a wears a bass or uh, a backwards uh, like Detroit Tigers fitted hat. Not even like a snapback. Sometimes I'm just used to it. I've seen that and it doesn't like. I didn't That's ever, weird. It never strikes me. You're not letting any like the heat come off your scalp. Like it's hot under there. Bruh, my whole body's fire. What, what, what you want me to do? Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So yeah. basketball hoops is something that, that really is a stretch reliever. And, and then then number the other two, thing, you listen to Alanis Morissette. Number two is I listen to Alanis Morissette with one hand in my pocket. Mm, and the other one. And the other one is shooting a peace sign. Shooting no, a peace sign. Uh, is going actually going to the thrift store. And yes. like going to the thrift Ooh, store is very therapeutic for me. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is. It's really therapeutic for me because I feel I, I love the thrill of the hunt. I love finding deals. I love finding that thing I wasn't day. expecting. But then when I find it, I'm like, oh, this is gonna bring so much joy to my life. Yes. <laughs> you know. And then walking for out of there for four days, and then you got to yeah, go back and then I get rid of it. But it only cost me like fifty cents. So it's uh, it is what it is. You know. See, on the opposite of that, I've developed an unhealthy habit yeah. that like I have to stop immediately. I've uh, grown a shoe collection. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's it's. I stopped. I have to yeah. stop because like I found. You the found apps. a couple good websites, and you're just on fire. I know, well, yeah, because I found thing. StockX, and it's this app where you can bid on shoes. Yeah, and like it becomes a game because I tell my wife, man. Mm. I, I told my wife this yesterday. I was like, listen, babe. It becomes if you a game. don't go look, you don't know what you're missing. So it's not that you have to have the self-control to not buy it. Just don't look. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's you know? true. That's true. That's well, and that's her. why I stopped. I'm like, I'm done. Because actually, uh, I got a pair of Kobe's that I've been like trying Ooh. to get. Ooh. And I'm like, no, this is the end. Actually, there's a pair of Jordans that like I really want, but Ooh. I just know they're Which not. Which ones? He said, it's no, the, this uh, is the end. It's the Jordan. It's the, I think it's the 22s. Oh, okay. And it's the Chinese New Year. They have them that high? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's later in the. It's, I'll show it to you. It's fire. It's like straight fire. Are you doing it right now? He's yeah. doing it right now. Bust his phone out. <laughs> I'm busting his phone out. But no, but you know, it, it's nice just like having a, a release and like having something to do yeah. to just get away. Cool. Well, so. So land this plane, man. Yeah, Where there you go. Mental so, health, physical yeah. health. So land this plane, man. Listen, it can be summarized like this. Mental health, super important. Physical health, super important. Can't have one without the other. You shouldn't mm. have one without the other. Yeah. If you are focused on one more than the other, uh, you have an imbalance. Speak it. So, you know, to have balanced, healthy lifestyle as, yeah. a, as a man whose role as a father is super important and the, the role that you're setting for your children to observe and to see is of the utmost importance because uh, it's all about the kids. You got yeah. to do what you got to do to uh, be that be healthy for yourself, but also for your yeah. kids to, to watch that and, uh, and for you to model that for them. And so um, we would just like to encourage you guys, you guys heard us talk about things that we struggled with between this episode and the last episode. If you haven't heard that, go listen to that. Um, but between these two episodes, we talked a lot about things that we struggled with in those mm-hmm. areas and then just how important it has been and how crucial it's been for us to find healthy ways of working that out. Um, and so just do it, man. Do, do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your kids. Um, you know, find what helps you rest and relax and, and do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, make sure you're balancing those things because uh, it'll go a long way, not only for you, but for your kids. So That's huge. That's what I'd say. You guys that's got any, any other yeah, thoughts? Yeah, last thing I would say, man, is, is you know, um, make rest and relaxation a priority. Yeah. Um, don't, uh, don't, um, don't schedule your priorities. Prioritize your schedule. Well, you know what I mean? That's good. No, 
Don't prioritize your schedule. Schedule your priorities. I had it backwards. Don't prioritize your schedule. Schedule your priorities. If you're making rest and relaxation a priority, schedule it just like you would a business meeting, just like you you would a court appointment, just like you would a visitation, just like you would anything else. Schedule rest and relaxation. Absolutely. But like you said, there needs to be a balance. But if you want to make this thing a priority and you want your physical health and your mental health to be on... Uh, whatever I was gonna say, I'm fleek. <laughs> if you want it, yeah, yeah. if you want Go it to be, it. if you want it to be where you want it to be, then you have to schedule it, make it a priority, man. You got to be intentional. Absolutely, make you a priority. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would quote Shia LaBeouf. Please do Shia LaBeouf in saying, "Yesterday, you said tomorrow. <laughs> Just do it. Do it. Just don't do listen. It. Don't let your dreams be dreams." Just do it. <laughs> you well, seen that? You no. seen him on Sway? What was he on? What was he on? Freestyling. Oh, Sway, uh, Sway in the morning. Five. Yeah, so I'm take it to a classic. I go to Rocky Three. Okay. Where Rocky's okay. running uh, on the beach. He's running. Uh, uh, yo, Adrian. Yo. He's running with Apollo. Creed's okay. coming back out, by the way. Yeah, he. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. B. Jordan. Yeah. So, Kill um, when Rocky's running with uh, Creed on the beach and they're running, you know, which yeah. by the way, which is very hard to do. Yes. But, oh yeah. Long story, and they're wearing booty shorts too, but we won't go there. I'm into so, that. Uh, I'll rock some booty shorts. I pass. Sly. I'll pass on that one. Nope. Sly. Yeah, I'm in. So anyway, they're running on the beach, and then uh, Creed, like, he passes the finish line. He comes back. He talks to Rocky, and he's like, "What?" Because this is when Rocky was about to fight Clever Lang, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know if you guys ever seen Rocky Three. Spoiler alert: oh, yeah. Rocky gets beat. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. You know, it's after he gets beat, he loses the title. You know, he's rich, he's famous. It's such a good like comeback story. And like Apollo uh, looks at him, he's like. What's wrong with you, man? And he's like, hey, yo, you know, we'll get him tomorrow. What's wrong? And then, you know, he just breaks down, and Apollo's like, there is no tomorrow. And he, like, gets all in his face, and then he just walks away. And then, you know, um, that's when the movie took a turning point. So, because that's when Adrian comes over, and she talks to him. Rocky's got a lot of gems, man. Rocky Balboa. He's talking to his son. Talking to his son. He's like, that ain't you. That's That's what all the other people are doing. That ain't you. Life's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep fighting. Yeah. Bro, gems, man. Sly's all about Drop it. Drop fire, man. Cool. Well, hey, listen, guys. Um, thank you for listening to this uh, episode of Dad to the Bone Podcast. If you don't follow us on... Whoa. Whoa. Too many If you haven't listened to the other episodes, this isn't our first one. We got several more prior to this, so... Go ahead and uh, check those out. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to this um, and uh, keep your eyes open for more. You can find us on social media. Um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is all what about, at... What about Quinstagram? Quinstagram, we're on there right. too. Okay. So is Quinn. Um, you can find all of it at Dads of Wayne. At Dads of Wayne. Go ahead and uh, follow us on there. Stay up to date with what's going on and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you next time.